The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com mark one sportfishing.com my favorite walleye charter on lake erie and bayzedge.com the most luxurious townhomes and the only place you'll ever want to stay on your next trip to lake erie This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy today's show and follow me into the great outdoors. On this week's Chauncey's Great Outdoors, we're going to hear from Jacob Hosclaw, who's a recreation warden for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. He's going to be talking to us about some new rules they have in Wisconsin for, for hunting, fishing, ATVing, a few other things. I th- well, who knows if we're going to get to it all, but he's got a lot of information that he wants to get to us about some new things in Wisconsin for this fall for you to enjoy the great outdoors. Then our good buddy, Mr. Mike McClellan. Mike is the f- fisheries chief for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. Uh, He'll be coming on to talk to us about the fall inland trout season that starts today. As a matter of fact, in some places it started at 6 o'clock in the morning when the show started. So that's going to be a great little interview to hear about all the different things, what the program does, and how we can enjoy the great outdoors for inland trout fishing. Uh, Mike's a great interview, and you're not going to want to miss that one at all. Uh, We will then have in our final segment the ever-popular, and I do mean this, the (laughs) ever-popular Aiden Fishing Report, uh, some outdoor news, other fishing reports, and more information all for you right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Remember, Tell all your friends to like us at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And don't forget, download that new ESPN Chicago app for your phone, whether you have an iPhone or an Android. There's a free app for you. You can listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors anytime you want, whether it's the live show or the podcast. Once again, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. 
Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Waterworks knows you're the boater looking for adventure, and you will trailer your boat with that Mercury motor all over the Midwest in the fall. From fall color tours down the Illinois and Mississippi rivers to fishing those great spots in southern Illinois, Kentucky Lake, and more, Waterworks knows you will travel for that special outdoor experience. Let Waterworks check out your boat, Mercury motor, and trailer before your next fall color or fishing trip. Remember, there's only one place to take your boat, Mercury Motor, and the trailer to have them looked at by a true professional service crew. That's Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Don't just make your next walleye trip to Lake Erie just another trip. Make it a Bay's Edge and Mark 1 Sport Fishing Charter walleye trip with world-class fishing and luxurious lodging to meet your family and group demands. You can rent a modern three-bedroom townhouse that includes towels, linens, a fully equipped kitchen, two baths, a gas grill, a washer and dryer, and more. Then set out on a trip with Mark 1 Charters and be part of the best walleye fishing in years on Lake Erie with everything provided. For more information, call 419-734-3016 or go to baysedge.com or mark1sportfishing.com. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Hey there, fellas. We got the day off. What you want to do? They want to stay home and cut the grass? No. Well, let's go out to the junkyard and watch the bumpers run. Oh, well, let's go fishing. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and on the phone with me, yep, yep, there he is, it's (laughs) it's our good friend Jacob Hosqua, who, Jacob is the recreation warden in the state of Wisconsin. Jacob, good to hear your voice. Yeah, you too, Chauncey. How you doing? We're plugging along here. I know that's like when I love when somebody says when you you don't have when is your slow time is coming up. You guys don't have a slow time. <laughs> Not really. Uh, we seem to stay busy all seasons. That's for sure. You do, and uh, we're coming up into and I'm I'm just contradicting myself. I'm going to say, and we're coming up into a real busy season in Wisconsin. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Fall is upon us. Um, it's an exciting time to be in the woods, that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. The colors are changing up here. I don't know about down there, but we've got a lot of colors up here where I'm at, and uh, people are already out hunting. Are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got our waterfall season's open, our deer bowl season are open, uh, bear season is open. So there's a variety of things going on right now. Oh, Okay. Well, uh, well. First of all, you said waterfowl season is open in Wisconsin. How is that looking so far? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I've partaken a little bit of that myself. Did some early season goose hunting. I think the it, it may improve as the weather cools down a little bit. Some guys seem to do a little bit better when that happens. But uh, we'll kind of see how it goes. And uh, looking to be a good deer season as well. There's a lot of deer on the landscape. Is so, it? Um, yeah. Well, we did. You know, I hate to say this. I'm trying to think. Did we have a relatively mild winter last year? Well, I think yes and no. Um, Depending on where you were. Yeah, yeah, and I can touch on that a little bit. I mean, the deer kill was actually down a little bit last year uh, because during our traditional nine-day deer season that happens over the week of uh, Thanksgiving, we had some really bad weather midweek, and um, it got real cold. We had some ice, some snow. And uh, actually, some high winds kind of kind of ruined some areas for hunting for folks. So I think um, um, we're hoping this year will be even better. Oh well, yeah, I would I would hope so too. I mean, but you know, like I said, I know depending on where you were in the state, some areas it was really uh, pretty mild. Some areas got hit with a lot of snow, and you know, the, you lose a lot for deer when you hit those tough areas. Is there anything new in the deer hunting world that p- people need to be made aware of? So one of the um, there is a, there are there are a few new uh, law changes. Um, one of the things that used to be a law was during the nine day deer gun season, you could not hunt uh, raccoon, fox, or coyotes at night. I think that was just part of a uh, just to kind of help protect the deer herd during the gun season um, from from poaching activity and whatnot. 
But that actually has been changed now so that now folks can hunt uh, those three species uh, during off hours, or I should say during the, you know, dark or nighttime, uh, even during the, the deer season. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other changes that they actually made, I think it was in August of this year, were some ammunition and gun kind of min- minimum caliber um, changes. Mm-hmm. They actually just tried to simplify it. And if uh, folks are, uh, and if folks from down there are familiar with some of the older hunting regulations in Wisconsin, um, some of them are a little bit wordy uh, when it came to certain things, but we've really simplified it now and just kind of anything that's used to hunt uh, should be reasonable equipment. So basically, um, whenever you choose a caliber or a rifle or a shotgun, you just kind of need to have it in the back of your mind that it's going to be reasonably able to capable, you know, or capable of uh, killing that target animal and, you know, getting it in your daily bag. So, uh, you know, you don't want people out there, obviously, hunting deer with air rifles or, uh, uh, you know, or hunting deer with um, a broadhead that doesn't have a sharp blade on it, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it just kind of uh, kind of reduced it to reasonable equipment, and there's some other suggestions in the regulations. Um, one of the other cool things they did this year, actually, is we used to have individual regulation pamphlets for just about everything you hunted. Mm-hmm. So you'd have your deer rigs and your bear rigs and your small game rigs and your waterfall rigs. Well, now they combined all of them into one regulation pamphlet. So basically, all of your species that you could go after in the fall um, or even spring with turkey are all included in the hunting regulation pamphlet for 2020 and 2021. And that's actually available uh, online on the DNR website. So I would just encourage folks if they're going to head up north and partake in our, our Wisconsin uh, atmosphere up here in Wisconsin woods, um, yeah, just check out the new regulation pamphlet that came out this fall. Mm-hmm. And one important thing, I, I don't want to say everybody because, you know, unfortunately I have too many cell phones and one of them still is, a, believe it or not, a flip phone. Um, but, you know, the, the one I carry... <laughs> the one I carry all the time is a smartphone. And sure. you need to download these pamphlets. I don't care what state you're hunting or fishing in. You need to download the pamphlet into your phone and read it, not just let it That's sit there. And, and it's so easy to do. I mean, it's just right there. It's a simple download. You've got it at the tip of your fingers then. Um, you don't have to carry paper around anymore or, or you know, worry about losing it in your truck or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's so easy, so easy to do it. And the other thing, I'm glad you mentioned the phone thing. Um, so in Wisconsin, there's different forms of proof for a license. Yeah. And you can actually, so say you buy your deer hunting license or whatever, um, you can actually have a digital, there's a digital PDF file that's issued to you from the DNR when you buy a license, and you can keep that on your phone ready to go. So that could be your, your proof of a license. Um, obviously, if you're old school, you can still print a paper copy and keep that with you. I know a lot of guys like to do that. Um, but, yeah, so you can use, use your phone as proof. But, ultimately, we also accept a driver's license or a DNR-issued go-wild card. And, basically, a go-wild card is just a, a DNR-issued card that we can scan with our, our – a warden can scan it with his phone. And, assuming we have cell service, um, we can get all the information on that person up there or their, whatever tags or um, harvest authorizations or licenses that they have. So we've really tried to simplify it and make it easy for people. So if you've got a smartphone, 
Um, yeah, you can have your rigs, you can have your licenses, everything on there. Hmm. Very good. Uh, one thing, just talking about phones, and I want to just a little reminder for people. When you're out in the woods and you've got your smartphone with you, you may not be in a good cell area, but uh, what you need to carry is a backup battery. They're very small. They're not, you know, these, they're not these huge. You're not carrying a car battery. These are small mm-hmm. little batteries, less than the size of, uh, it's kind of like a, I can't even think of it, something that it would be the size of. But they're small batteries that you plug into your phone and boom, you got power again because when your phone is not connected to a tower, it's working twice as hard to find a tower so it's burning up juice. Absolutely. So remember that, folks. You know, you could have your license in your phone, but when you pull it out for your officer and you go, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why some guys like to have that backup of a paper copy, you know, so yep. that might be nice to have. Yeah. Um, the other thing to remind people, too, if they're going to be going into the big woods up north, um, sometimes your phone or your GPS unit or whatever you've got may not work. You know, it's not always a bad idea to just have a simple pocket compass with you. I think you can pick them up for five or ten bucks at just about any of the outdoor stores. Mm-hmm. And it's just something. Um, it's just something nice to have, so you got a general direction of where you're at. Um, I know years and years and years ago, I was turned around in the woods, and I realized, you know what, compass would have been a really good idea. Oh. Um, so something to something to keep keep in mind for folks. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to touch on is tree stand safety. Yeah. So I think we sold. Um, uh, we sold almost 500,000 just gun deer licenses last year. So you think about that. There's over half a million folks out there. Um, every year they're going to go out, and, and that's just for the gun deer season. Um, so that's a lot of potential for folks to get up in the tree stand. It's probably one of the most popular ways to hunt. Um, whether you're a local or you're a non-resident, um, guys will have commercially built stands or wooden stands, you know, the homemade stands. Um, but one thing you want to remember is that every year before you go out and, you know, ideally before you come up and you start hunting or getting up into the tree, inspect the tree stand, you know, so make sure that everything's solid on it, make sure that things aren't rusted away, um, especially important when you're looking at wood wood stands or homemade stands. Because, um, you know, if you, if you leave them out in the woods all year or for a few years, um, just the wind action, the tree, you know, the trees swing, the 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 snow, the rain, everything has a negative impact on it. So um, the other thing we want to recommend is always wear a full-body harness. And I think just about every tree stand now that you buy commercially mm-hmm. is going to include a full-body harness. I think that's pretty much the industry standard now. Um, the other thing to recommend is uh, we find that a lot of our tree stand accidents, uh, people are falling when they're either climbing up into or climbing out of the stand. You know, it's... Um, you think about it, it's kind of remember those three points of contact when you're going up or down a ladder. Um, that's where that's where guys get into trouble. Um, you know, and maybe they'll they'll put the gun on their shoulder and try to, you know, jimmy up that ladder with that. But ideally, what they want to do is actually unload their firearm, uh, put it on a pull up rope, and then once they're up in the stand, they can pull the gun up into the stand. So mm-hmm. just kind of some safe things that they can do um, to be safe in there because. Hunting is, is like the, is the safest sport you can do if you do it right. Yeah. So we just want to encourage people to get out there and enjoy the outdoors, but, but be safe. Um, because if you end up injured, you know, or falling out of a tree stand, it could be a while before somebody can come and help you. Mm-hmm. But um, another good reason to have a working cell phone with you, right? So okay. You can, uh, <laughs> come up for help if you need it. 
Yeah, and, uh, you know, these are all important things that, and the reason you wear a harness is like you have a life jacket and a boat. It's the same reason, folks. Don't, and, and I, don't even argue with me. Just do it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. Um, I mean, it saved, it saved a lot of people. So, um, you know, and they used to have the old the single waist harness. It would just kind of be a, basically just a strap that went around your waist, and they found that that was actually injuring people almost as bad as falling out of a tree. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Get a full-body harness. What will happen is if you fall, um, it has some kind of a suspension relief on the back, so that if you do fall, it will actually hold you upright mm-hmm. so that your head's going to be up. You can figure out where you're at, climb back into that into that tree stand. Um, because if you, if you actually, and even in a full-body harness, if you hang for more than 20 minutes, um, that can cause some damage and some kind of cutting off the blood supply to your legs and such. So you want to be able to just have a plan and, and ideally keep a nice short, uh, nice short line mm-hmm. on that harness. So that if you do, if you do for some reason fall out, all you got to do is swing back over the ladder and climb back up on your stand and no harm, no fall. So, um, yeah, it's very, it's very safe. You just got to do it the right way. Okay. Well, this sounds like a lot of interesting couple of new rules, uh, mm-hmm. you know, tree stand safety, uh, duck season, uh, small game is coming upon us too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're, and, and we're on the topic of rules, I kind of wanted to mention too, and yeah. I know some other states have actually passed this as well. Um, a few years ago, Wisconsin made it legal to wear fluorescent pink during, mm-hmm. um, during the gun season. So if folks want to remember, you know, it's uh, blaze orange or fluorescent pink, um, during any of the during any of the gun seasons, it just got to be at least fifty percent. So think about fifty percent is the bare minimum amount of um, fluorescent or blaze material that they want to wear above the waist. Mm-hmm. So we've had prob- we've had about five hunting incidents actually so far this season um, in regards to either some small game stuff or you know mm-hmm. turkey hunting this last spring, and bar none, the main issue is visibility. Yeah. So, especially if people are on public land, you know, you want people to see you. You want the guys in your own party to see you. Um, so, yeah, just make sure that you are visible to other people, especially during the during the gun seasons. And while fluorescent orange has been a time-tested color that has been accepted by many, let me tell you, mm-hmm. you wear a hot pink color vest in the woods, I can guarantee you, you're going to be noticed. You're going to stand out. <laughs> and and real men wear pink. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We don't really care if you wear pink or orange, but as long as you're wearing it, yeah. um, you know, folks are going to, folks are going to see you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just something to, just something to keep in mind. Um, as long as you can go out there and other folks can see you. Um, the other thing I want to touch on is, you know, some guys have been hunting for years and years and years, right? Yep. They've probably been hunting since before they even needed to take hunter safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just a good reminder to have some of the, the basic four firearm safety rules. Mm-hmm. And what we teach our people in state is actually tab K. So it's treat every firearm as if it's loaded. Yeah. Always take the firearm in a safe direction. Yeah. Be sure of your target and what's beyond it. And then keep your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot. And do you know that if you follow every one of those every time, you will never have a hunting incident? That's it's true. Impossible. I That's impossible. true. It's, it's so awesome how simple it is and how easy it is to remember. And, um, yeah, so we just want to encourage people that even if you've been out there for years and years and years, um, 
it's always a good reminder to just remember um, some of those, those basic firearm safety rules. Oh, cool. Well, as I always say, too, all microphones are on and all guns are loaded. Uh <laughs> Uh, well, Jacob, thank you so much for coming on the program this morning because uh, you've given a, a different point of view that many hunters and people who are enjoying the great outdoors, and even if you don't, if you're not hunting and you're still in the woods and recreating and hiking or whatever, and you know that hunting season is going on, wear that that pink vest, wear that fluorescent vest, because you know what? It's all safety. That's all it is, folks. It's not going to hurt you. Very good idea, even for the people that aren't hunting. Yep. Well, Jacob, once again, thank you so much for coming on, okay? All right. No problem. Anytime. We'll talk to you in a couple of months. Sounds good. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now. With assembly plants building boats with Mercury Motors on back order and long delivery dates, you need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, or call them at 708-798-9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You'll enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Fire Stick TV. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. (laughs) 
This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say hey, we want some Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the phone with me right now is a fine gentleman. Uh, we have, well, his official title is Chief of Fisheries for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. And I also like to call him the school principal of all the fish in the schools out in the lakes and rivers and streams in Illinois, Mike McClellan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, maybe not the principal. <laughs> well, you. you're doing something because you're teaching these fish how to be, you know, smarter than us to, so we can't hook them, you know. Well, you know, you got to make it a little bit difficult, right? you got to have uh, some of those fishing stories out there. That's right. And it's called fishing. It's not called catching. Right, right. Exactly. Hey, today, October 17th, is a the national holidays in the state of Illinois, isn't it? <laughs> well, it would seem that way, yeah. We, we uh, you know, have our fall trout season coming up. And in Illinois, we're, you know, we really don't have you know, closed season on a lot of species. This is just like the second New Year's of the year. We have one in the spring and one in the fall. And we're not just talking a few people go out, but thousands of people across the state of Illinois come out for this Illinois fall trout season, right? Correct. Yeah, I think we, uh, and I haven't uh, checked the numbers so far this year. I know our fishing life and sales have actually been been up once people started to really get out during the, the pandemic. But uh, we usually have, uh, you, you know, maybe mid-40,000 people for just uh, trout stamps specifically, inland trout stamps. Inland trout, right. Different than, or, yeah, different than the Lake Michigan mm-hmm. salmon stamp. Uh, so yeah, you know, you're, you're talking about forty to fifty thousand people out, out doing this throughout the state. I think there's forty to fifty thousand people in northeastern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can get a little crazy as soon as the the gates open, right? No, okay. a lot of people depending on the water you're at. It, it really is, and you know, one of the things is this whole program of stocking this rainbow trout is done with the purchase of your inland trout stamp, not your Lake Michigan, your inland trout stamp. And this gives, and which you can purchase online like I did, or you can purchase it, you know, through one of the vendors, et cetera, uh, across the state of Illinois, you know, retail, sporting goods shops, whatever, right? Right. Yeah, so anywhere uh, where there would be, where you would purchase your hunting or fishing license would be able to sell you the stamp. So, you know, some of the, the big stores or bait shops that have that point-of-sale system will will be able to sell you the stamp and the license, and you should be good to go. Right. Now, this Saturday, I mean, this Saturday, today, the opening for to catch and keep them, but for you have a little bit of a, an, I'm going to call it, I don't want to say a soft opening, but you have a program where it's catch and release, early fishing, right? Correct. We have about nine or ten locations um, spaced out throughout the state where we bring the trout in early for uh, it's essentially two weeks early. It began October 3rd, and it's a catch-and-release uh, program where you can actually go out and, and fish for the fish, but 
you know, you have to release them because the actual opening date is today, the 17th. So uh, no harvest mm-hmm. during that two-week period. That's yeah. the main thing. You can't keep anything. Right. And it's kind of a, a neat thing to do because, you know, the, the fish are become acclimated to the waters. And it's not all over the place, everybody. Just so you know. I mean, in the northern region, it was uh, Apple River State Park in Joe Davis County, uh, Kankakee River State Park, Rock Creek. Uh, you had it in Ogle County, White Pines Forest. You had it at uh, Solemn Spring State Park, I think it was. Also in central Illinois, uh, Gridley Lake, Jim Edgar Panther Creek, State Fish and Wildlife Area, the Horton Lake in Nauvoo State Park, uh, Morgan Lake in uh, Nichols Park, Jacksonville, <clears throat> the Illinois Department of Transportation Lake. I want to fish that lake because I think you guys are holding the big fish over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. You never know, right? <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> you got you to gotta fish to find out. That's right. And in the southern region, it's uh, Willow, Willow Lake and Peabody King area. So anyone who's listening to us throughout the state of Illinois, uh, you know, these are the different places that you can go and try this. Now, these rainbow trout, are they hatched and reared in a state hatchery? We actually do both. Um, our Jake Wolfish Hatchery there in central Illinois uh, raises some. And then we also use the, the trout stamp funds to, we have a contract with a uh, private hatchery also to produce the rest of them. And that's how we stock the fish through those funds that most of them, you know, are going to come from the, the private hatchery. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we have a, a huge hatchery program going on at Jake Wolf that yep. it would be difficult to, to provide all of those fish. Right. They provide right. fish all kinds of other species throughout the state. Mm-hmm. Oh, the smallmouth, largemouth, muskie, etc. You know, uh, rainbow, tr- yeah. uh, no, the uh, salmon for Lake Michigan. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Right. A- actually, I want everybody to know that a uh, number of years ago, and I really need to go back down to Jake Wolf just for the, the tour again, just because it's been so long, but I'm out there and I'm going, why do you guys got these nets over these runways of water? <laughs> and the guy looked at me and he goes, can't you see it's a buffet? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, the Eagles figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and not just the Eagles, you know, the herons, when you talk about like the, the ponds, mm-hmm. when they move out of the raceways and into the ponds, you know, the, the herons will, and, and even the cormorants will figure it all out. And they'll come in and, and try to, Steal our fish. Oh, easy picking. Oh, hey, it's, as the guy put it, he's, it's the buffet table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know those little fish—they don't know what's going on. No, so. no, no. They—they they, <laughs> they, they didn't go to that class that you were teaching at the the hatchery. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, they're still in school. <laughs> Maybe a little pun there. <clears throat> but uh, Mike, the thing I want to—these trout are pretty much they're about how long? Ten inches, twelve inches. Yeah, they're they're uh, roughly twelve inches, depending on you know how how well they did during rearing. But yeah, uh, yeah about twelve inches, I would say. Um, some years they're bigger, some years they're uh, maybe a little bit smaller, but usually they're right around that size. And then you know you think about uh, a pound or more, two pounds per fish, depending mm-hmm. on the year. Right, and now it's also you can. I'm going to say this. This is not Mike saying it, everybody. You have a limit of five fish. That doesn't mean five fish in the bucket and five fish in the cooler in the trunk. It's five fish for the day. 
<laughs> right, right. Yep, it's a daily harvest of five fish. And, mm-hmm. uh, so you can catch and keep five, and then you can come back tomorrow and catch and keep five. But it's only five per day. Right. And I've got to tell you, when I've gone out fishing to the lakes in the Cook County Forest Preserves, and you could do this in any lake that's the fish or, you know, the stock trout, don't get goofy. They, these fish have small mouths. They have little mouths. They don't have these huge, large mouth mounts. So you don't need a bobber that's, you know, a foot long. People use smaller hooks, smaller jigs, you know, with the waxworm, little kernel of corn, uh, redworm, uh, minnow. I've heard a little bit, almost everything for bait. But the fun yeah. thing that I always, I mean, I just had so much fun. If I hook one, I look at the dad next to me with the kid, and I just tell him, I said, do you mind the kid reel it in? And you just let some kid reel that fish in. And you know what? You've had more fun watching that kid's excitement than catching the fish yourself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. You know, which is always a cool thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if you can pass that along, it's, it's definitely fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the kids get a real kick out of it. I do, I, I've had friends who have participated in the in the trout season and, and taking their kids out and they just have a blast you know and, and it seems like you know they do pretty well you know they're uh, people always tend to give us good reports on, on catching the fish so it is a good opportunity to take kids out mm-hmm. and try to catch some trout All right now th- this year some of the counties uh have opted out of stocking trout in a few of their lakes correct correct yep so you're, um, you're being the nice guy, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we uh, we did have some waters that that uh, opted not to during you know the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and, and obviously you know understanding about that. Um, and some are you know there's some other waters that will have a little bit of a delayed opening, um, but uh, and and you can visit our website and then find out more about that our iFish Illinois website Um, but for those places where you know we may not have the the trout going in those waters we just redistribute those so you know those those fish be essentially used somewhere else and um, make more fish for other places nothing wrong with that thought I says you're just being a nice guy you're just spreading the wealth around a little bit better (laughs) right 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 yep yeah and you know to be honest, um, uh-huh. every year we do have, you know, there's throughout the state we may have some places where they're doing some construction work or they have to rehabilitate a, a water, you know, drain it and fix the levee or something like that. So this, this is not a uncommon thing where we have to redistribute fish. It, it's just mm-hmm. kind of the nature of the beast. Sometimes you have to work on some other places. You know, those, those water bodies need, need work, and we can't put the fish in there. Obviously, if there's no water, we can't put the fish in there. That's right. That's right, exactly. And, you know, the fish, they just, in my mind, they these rainbow trout look so pretty when you flour them a little bit, put them in a little cast iron pan with a little <laughs> butter. They just got a beautiful glow to them, in my mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was going to say, you know, I, I, I do, uh, they are pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've had a few here and there uh, in recent years. I, I don't uh, fish as much as I would, would like to, but they are good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. And remember, you know, and these are, you know, put and take trout. They could live through the winter, possibly, if they weren't caught. But most of these fish, it's perfectly fine 
to take my, you've heard of catch and release. The Chauncey's program is catch and release in the grease. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with that program either. Okay, everybody, there's, you know, you don't have to take a thousand fish, just enough for dinner and that's okay. But in the trout, you can only keep five. five I, and I've only said this because I've seen so many people that I've had to call the conservation officer and say, can you go knock on that guy's trunk? And say, can you open it, please? Yeah. And guess what, everybody? You have to open the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely want to mind the regulations. And, uh, you yeah. know, obviously, for your fellow fishermen as well. Oh, God, yes. Uh, and once again, that's in, oh, God, I'm trying to think. Of, a, a wide variety. Uh, how many lakes this year? And, and streams? Your, your stuff? 50? Um, I think 50, I think around 57. 57, right. You're doing yeah. 57. I know Cook County Forest Preserves isn't going to open their lakes until Wednesday the 21st. So it's a little bit of a delay. So they're not going to open until the 21st. So don't don't go out there on the 17th, folks, because the gates are going to be closed and things like that. But throughout the state of Illinois, you know, these check with the local community when some of these lakes open. Some may open at 6 in the morning. Some may open at 7 in the morning. So learn the lake that you're going to go fish to find out more. And this is just a great way to, you know, get out in a fall day and have some fun. Isn't it, Mike? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and I, you know, I do want to kind of follow up on that. If you don't mind, no. we, uh, we definitely want people to remind people to, you know, a lot of the waters we're stocking are not necessarily state owned waters. So they're owned by counties, municipalities, uh, you know, other organizations. So it's important to check with their regulations because, especially now during uh, the COVID pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that you're follow- abiding by, you know, what they would like to do for social distancing. That's that's very important to, to check that out before you head out mm-hmm. just so you're not, uh, you know, kind of getting yourself into a situation. Exactly. And you know what, everyone, you know, keep yourself six to eight feet apart from somebody that's not in your household Wear a mask. It's not going to hurt you to wear a mask. It's going to it's going to save lives down the road. Trust me, it really, really will. And uh, finally, Mike, uh, is there anything uh, else uh, that the state of the health of the fisheries in Illinois? I think it's pretty good, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I, you know, really, I think everything's all things considered, we're we're doing pretty well. Um, we we really are doing a lot of great work. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been in this position for two years now, and uh, I will say I've been been blessed with a, an exceptional field staff that do a great job. So they keep tabs on everything. We're we're still going strong, even you know during the restrictions uh, that we have on us now with COVID. Um, staff are able to get out there, you know, in a safe way and, mm-hmm. and do the surveys to make sure that the fish populations are where we need them to be. So. Um, it's really been going great and uh, very, very glad that I uh, have a great staff that's able to, to do the things they do and make my life easy. Um, oh, yeah. So. And I've met many of them, and I there isn't one that I don't like. I will have to tell you that. I will have to say that. They'll do a great job. Well, my friend, I want you to know you always have an open microphone here, so don't be afraid to call us and say, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Okay. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And thank you for the time. And I want you to get out today and do a little trout fishing, okay? Hey, sounds like a plan. I'm I'm down. (laughs) Everyone, that's Mike McClellan. He's the 
fisheries chief for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, as well as I call him the school principal of all the fish in the schools and in our waters. So once again, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us? Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury Motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now. With assembly plants building boats with Mercury Motors on back order and long delivery dates, you need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills or call them at 708-798-9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Fire Stick TV. Own your own boat and want to make your next walleye trip to Port Clinton enjoyable? Then call Bay's Edge at 419-734-3016 and enjoy a beautiful townhouse with a full kitchen, sleeping for seven, spacious living quarters, a private deck on a huge pond full of the biggest fish you will ever see and catch, all catch and release. But you can also pull your own boat right next to the townhouse and recharge your batteries to be ready for that next day to catch that walleye of a lifetime. Once you stay at BaysEdge.com, you won't stay anywhere else. For more information, call 419-734-3016 or go to BaysEdge.com and be amazed of Lake Erie's best-kept secret, BaysEdge.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. <coughs> Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com. 
HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman, Ren Lake Area Tourism at VisitRenLake.com and EnjoyRenLake.com. BizBaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at BizBaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fun. I was a name to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Whether it's cool or what a spot for whistling like a fool. Well, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And all I can say is... It's going to be a, just a day to go out, catch some trout, look at the fall colors, get excited about just being alive and in the great outdoors. Hey, uh, our, now it's the time for the, I know, the most popular thing on Chauncey's Great Outdoors, the Aiden Fishing Report that's sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Here we go. Papa, there are cold bunnies in the woods now. <laughs> That's a line that I used to use a lot of. Uh, the fall color. I better watch what I say around this kid. Uh, the fall colors are beautiful, and you should come up and see them. They are really neat. Dad and I went to the Grand River near Grand Rapids, and we saw coho, steelhead, and chinook. But the old guy said to me that the number of fish in the river seems to be low right now. Does that mean that the, the big fish run is over, or we're going to get some more fish? They didn't know when I asked them. Do you know? Well, I really don't know, Aiden, uh, so you'll have to talk to the old guys on the, the river. <laughs> the guys are using spawn, spinners, and thunder sticks. What are those? Uh, well, Aiden, if, you just, if they said they're using thunder sticks, they, you should have just asked them, you know? Oh, and wet flies. Aren't all flies wet when they're in the river? That's very true question, Aiden. <laughs> Aren't all flies wet when they're in the river? You'll have to explain that to me. We also saw other kids my age catching panfish and redworms. Ooh, we're uh, using crickets too. Roger's dad was going to go out of Muskegon Harbor on Lake Michigan, but the wind and rain kept all the boats in, so he went up the Muskegon River. He said he did not do so well, but a friend of his was fishing all the way up by the Hardy Dam and caught pike, largemouth, smallmouth bass. Get up here quick and see the fall colors. I know you'll like it, and please bring me some fishing stuff. I'm getting a little light in my tackle box. <laughs> I'm getting a little light in my tackle box. Okay, Aiden, I'll remember that. And the Aiden Fishing Report is brought to you. By, this is my, my grandson's like just a little over nine years old. By Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Tell them you enjoy them sponsoring the Aiden Fishing Report. Anywhere you go in the Midwest, Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois, I mean, really anywhere in the country, this is a really bad time of the year 
with the deer. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, when autumn comes around, October, November, December, deer, I've got one, the male deer got one thing on their mind, and that's it, boys. Um, and it really gets scary if you're driving a car, and it's not just in the country. I mean, they have deer, believe it or not, in the city of Chicago, uh, in the suburbs, in the rural areas, in the forest preserves. You really, really, really have to be careful out there. Uh, always be aware of your surroundings. Uh, when you see deer crossing signs, scan the sides of the roads at night for reflection in your headlights of their eyes. The biggest thing is slow down. Really, slow down. If you see a deer, slow down. They normally don't travel by themselves. So if one runs across, trust me, there's one or two more or more coming right behind them. Be prepared for anything. The, those They can stop. They can turn back around. They'll run back the other direction. Deer are just goofy. This The male deer are really goofy this time of the year. Um, deer are, can also, um, if you're going to get into a collision with the deer, I know this is really hard to understand. Uh, don't try to take the shoulder of the road or get into the left lane or anything because you need to be safe. And sometimes it's best to just kind of slow down. If you happen to hit the deer, just, you know, call 911, have them come out, let them check your car, let them check the deer. Uh, th being safe is the number one thing, and please remember that. You know, we mentioned that the with talking to Mike McClellan, the 2020 Illinois fall trout season opens this morning. It's open 45 minutes ago. What, 50 or 57 lakes, I think he said. Uh, you have to have an inland trout stamp unless you're under the age of 16, a disabled, uh, or an Illinois resident on leave from active duty in the armed forces. You can only catch and keep five fish. Five fish. That's not five in a bucket, five in a trunk. Five fish all day. Remember that. Uh, we're seeing some really beautiful colors in central and southern Wisconsin. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Let's not pass up any of that action. It's just, you're going to say, wow, that's really cool. That's some spectaculars. Central, southern Illinois, central, southern Wisconsin, and now northern Illinois is getting a lot of beautiful colors up on the chain and areas. And it's going to get better in Illinois in the next week to 10 days. So remember that. Lake Michigan is pretty much a lake trout season out on the pond. They're doing that's all the fishing that we're hearing about being caught. Some of the people fishing the shore are picking up pike, a couple of uh, smallmouth bass. The salmon they're getting, they're starting to, a lot of them are a lot of dark colors in them, so there's none, no real fresh fish coming in. Up out of Lake Erie, mark1sportfishing.com at 419-635-6326. Uh, they're getting trolling wall for walleye in 30 to 40 feet of water. Uh, even on a little tough days with the waves, they're still doing pretty good. Tommy Harris spoons are working out very, very well with those bright colors. Perch limits are being taken. All you have to do is find a group of them on your electronics, drop a spreader, Bounce it on the bottom, pick it up about a foot, boom, boom. You can catch doubles all day long if you find that ball of perch out there. We mentioned the forest preserves. They're not going to open up their trout fishing until the 21st. That's Wednesday. Please remember that. Our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism, uh, that's enjoyrenlake.com. Cooler weather are moving in, uh, with, and those crappies are still not out by the what you would think the bridge and the rocks. They're hanging on a deeper fish cribs and brush. 10 to 12 feet of water. Artificials are working well, but I still love minnows for them. Uh, largemouth bass are good near those rocks where the crappies will be coming up soon and the bridges, but uh, right now you can pick them up shallow too. Bluegill are fair. Small jigs, the shoreline sh using crickets, 
If the water's two foot deep, fish a foot deep. If the water's four foot deep, fish two foot deep. Fish half the water distance. That's an important thing to remember. White bass, inline spinners are doing very, very well. I like that activity there, too. Uh, our friend Dave Dewey up in Wisconsin said the walleye are being caught trolling some deep diving crankbaits and jigging in 35 feet of water. Uh, if you want to be just outside those main lake points when you're trolling to find those fish, perch are being caught in 12 to 15 feet of water. The best baits are large leaf worms and small fathead minnows. Largemouth bass are in 4 to 5 foot of water around the boat docks on the South Shore piers. Uh, that's a good spot there. Uh, up in Michigan, uh, you know, Benton Harbor, it's really kind of slow. There are a few coho up at the Berrien Springs, and a few steelhead are just starting to show up at that dam. So hopefully that action and activity will get better because it, it really is. It's that time of the year to see this action, to see that. Uh, chain of lakes in Illinois, the crappie are moving into those channels. Live bait are the best. Uh, white bass in 8 to 12 feet off those points. Bluegill are also pretty decent in 6 to 9 foot of water. Water level is dropping. They're really dropping that level pretty quick this year, it seems like. Uh, walleye fish around the bridges or main lake points with night crawlers and a slip bobber. That's one of my favorite little things to go with out there. Can't pass that one up. Um, in northwest Indiana, they found some perch in 30 to 40 feet of water north of the harbors, but the trick there is you can only do it. <laughs> When the wind and rain are blowing, because if the wind's blowing out of the north or the northeast or the northwest, you're gonna it beats up that area real bad. So please, 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 don't uh, don't do those areas unless the weather is proper. Uh, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources just sent me a note and said they're going to be stocking 50,000 brook trout, 450,000 browns, 2 million Chinook salmon, 50,000 coho, and 460,000 steelhead into Lake Michigan. Well, I hear the flute playing right now, so that must mean we're coming to the end of the show. And as always, I like to leave you with a Native American proverb. This one comes from the Hopi Nation. It says, you must live your life from beginning to end. No one else can do it for you. That's not a bad one. You must live your life from beginning to end. No one else can do it for you. Wow. Hey, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch, the pheasants we're chasing, the geese and ducks are going to be shooting in a couple of weeks. We really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. So you know what? Let's make sure we save some of that and a lot more for them to enjoy for their kids. We'll see you all next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.